You're listening to The Training Dummies. With Rob and Daryl and James. And we've decided to run a marathon. Welcome to episode 260 of the Training Dummies Marathon Edition, the podcast that's all about the gains. My name is James. Today is October 7th, 2021. And with me are my two laughing companions. Rob, say hi. The energy, man. The energy. I love it. This is what happens when I'm two and a half glasses of red wine in to do a fitness podcast. How's it going? It is. uh, It's something, man. It's been ups and downs and... You know, living the uh, the mid post COVID life, like yeah. And also with us is our other compadre, our Canadian friend, Mister Daryl. How's it going, man? Oh, it's going good. You're two and a half glasses in here. I might have to pound this bourbon and pour another. And that's, ladies and gentlemen, is how you run a marathon. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for episode 260 of. I, you know, I, where does time go? It just feels like we did one of these last week. It was like five it's weeks crazy this be- time. Break? It's crazy yeah. because we've we've kind of spread them out a little bit, but like they just sneak up on you. Mm-hmm. Wow, well, really do this one. This one didn't like sneak up because last week <laughs> that was like, "Hey, you guys want to record next week?" And we're like, "Yeah." It's like a gross point blank. He's like, "Yeah, it snuck up on you." No, it didn't. <laughs> you drove us here. <laughs> nice, awesome. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, boy. Okay, so. What do we normally do at the top of the show? We just kind of we just sh- like do a, shoot the moon for a bit, man. A quick little like, what you've been up to? How's it, how's it going? How's life? Uh, yeah, James, I know you've done some. You posted some stuff, and even though I didn't technically see it myself because I'm not on any social media right now, but uh, Shannon was like, "Oh, I guess James went to a concert." D- yeah, dude, I, was I like, am. Oh yeah. Let's see, what have I done that is not remotely fitness related? I went to Vegas for a weekend. That was incredible fun. Oh, nice. I I, uh, I definitely uh, was flexing my muscles in terms of eating eating good food and drinking good wine and fitness. hanging with incredible friends and having a good time by the pool. Yeah, that was good. Fitting this delicious food in your mouth. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, but yes, I, I've been I've been to uh, a couple of concerts actually. I went to see uh, Michael Bublé. Uh, a few weeks ago, um, that was a that was a rescheduled concert from pre-COVID times. Uh-huh. Um, that was at the Honda Center in in Anaheim. And I tell you something, man. Like, not only is that guy an incredible singer, he is really funny. He is an incredible entertainer. His stage presence mm-hmm. is amazing. His audience engagement is like off the hook. Uh-huh. I was like fully entertained for a solid two two and a half hours by that guy. Nice. I'm kind of jealous because even though, like, you know, my library runs pretty wide, pretty deep, uh, like, that sounds awesome. I would definitely have gone to that. Well, I grew up, uh, you know, my dad was, I don't think I've ever mentioned it on this podcast, but my dad was a military bandsman for about 20 years. And then after that, he, he played the London West End theater circuit for a number of years and then was into, like, big band and swing band type stuff, oh, nice. mm-hmm. uh, playing bass trombone. So I grew up around the sounds of Frank Sinatra and Harry Connick Jr. and, and Dean Martin and Sammy Davis Jr., like, all these musicians. So, like, I do have an affinity for that sort of uh, 20s to 40s big band swing and jazz style. So it was mm-hmm. really cool. I, you know, I remember I saw Harry Connick Jr., 
a couple of times, like way back when I was like 12, my sister took me to see Harry Connick. Man, and, and then I saw him, I saw him again about 13, 14 years ago at the LA Greek theater. Did he and, remember you? Uh, no, sadly not. <laughs> I, you know, I, I'd, I'd shaved my beard by then. Uh, so, uh, yeah. um, so I, but you know, I, it was just, it was just, it's just cool. Like those kind of shows just are entertaining and, and great. Um, and then two nights ago, uh, I harked back to the mid nineties mm-hmm. and I went to a show up at Hollywood bowl and I saw garbage and they, and they were opening for, uh, Alanis Morissette. And oh, I tell you something for, for two acts that have been doing this for about almost 30 years, right? They're, yeah. they're killing it. They're awesome. Shirley Manson sounds as good as she ever did for garbage. Butch Vig was playing drums like a maniac. Like it was incredible. And then Alanis is just Alanis. She's a queen. She's got the same voice, the same energy, like just sounded incredible. So yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what I've been up to. Can't say I've done a whole lot of running for various reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, done some other stuff that we'll get into uh, a little bit later, fitness wise. But yeah, what about you guys? How's things? Uh, Daryl, I'm going to let you go now because I know you actually have more <laughs> than <laughs> you've done. <laughs> not not a whole lot. I'll be. I'll be I don't honest. know, man. You. Uh, I don't want to. I don't wanna spoil your. Well, thing, you I did a little to... bit, but not a whole lot. Yeah. Like, so I think I the the last race I'd done was at 12k, and then we recorded. I think the week right after that, um, and then I just kind of stopped running. Uh, I'm going to Orange Theory like three times a week right now, which is my, so how I do Orange Theory is like I normally buy like a block of passes and just go once a week with my wife. But my wellness spending account, which will basically pay for a gym, I've used it up for this year and it resets in January, but I wanted to get myself to January. So rather than buy a black buckle of classes, classes sorry, to get me to January, for the same amount of money, I could go unlimited for this month and have a whole bunch of classes next month for about the same cost of buying a block of 10. So that's what I'm doing. Um, but I did do a race this past weekend. Um, there is a, the, the local running group. This lady posted, hey, I've got two free entries here. If someone puts your name down on this post, you're entered. And the guy who runs the running group put my name down. And lo and behold, I want an entry. So, mm. all right. Mm, I guess nice. I'll... That's I had what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, I had the choice between the 8 or the 15K. I chose the 8 because, like I said, I haven't done, like, anything um, other than Orange Theory in the last month. Um, so, yeah, but it went good. Um, I had a good race. Uh, 59 minutes, I think it was. Actually, my wife had asked me the night before, like, what, what's your goal? And I, I wasn't sure because it's a trail race and I hadn't been doing much. And I told her, like, you know, if it was flat road, hour would be easy, right? But, um... I said an hour and 10 minutes, so my hitting 59 minutes was actually, I felt really good about that when I was done, because I'm like, oh, hey, like I was thinking an hour 10, and I crushed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, nice, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was good, and I had a lot more to go, like I could have done a lot more, I definitely could have done maybe another five if it was all flat, because the last, I'd say, two, three kilometers was just flat as you're coming in, um, the hills were over, and and. I had no problems with that, so I probably could have mm-hmm. done some more after that. So maybe I could have done the 15. Um, but yeah, so that went well. I guess you started with non, uh, non-running non stuff, but I don't think I've done much non-running either. Yeah, no, it's been kind of, it feels like busy. Oh, I know what I've been doing at home. 
cleaning my shop, cleaning my garage, just stuff that I haven't done in a long time. Like mm-hmm. I've been, yeah, it's been like purge oh, mode here. Does this bring me joy? No, it's got to go. And there's been a lot of stuff, <laughs> a lot of stuff that I've been keeping in my shop that, why do I have this? It's broken. I'm never going to fix this. What am I doing? So anyway, that's that's been my uh, month of September of running and not running. How about you, Rob? What about you? Yeah. What about you, Rob? Come on. Fill us in. Oh, I was waiting for Daryl to say that he hurt himself, but. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm sitting here and the bourbon's kicking in. I'm not thinking about it right now. Because, yeah, you're, you had enough <laughs> beverages where it's not bugging you. <laughs> yep, there you go. Um, well, okay, so I think if I remember correctly that my goal was to start running, you know, two to three times a week. And, and, now, I, and now you're running five times a week, right? I've missed that mark, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> but I have, but I have been exercising every single day. For anywhere from thirty to forty-five minutes. Um, nice. Yeah, so, I gotta say, whenever I get a, a Marco Polo from you, like you're outside and you're moving, and yeah, like mm-hmm. you're you're oh, out on bad. your your little jog or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm not like doing like a legit like intentional run, but I am definitely exercising every day, sometimes twice a day, you know, and I'm just trying to prime the pump a little bit because I know. Um, I guess the big news is then the uh, the first 5K that I ever ran and the first half marathon that I ever ran, um, and that was in that was in 2018 2019. Um, has it obviously didn't the event didn't run in 2020, and I think it was tentative for this year. But they have they have officially rescheduled the uh, the it's in Waco. It's the Silo District event. Chip and Joanna Gaines. Yep, yep. Yep. And they've officially announced their 2022 is in, uh, what did I say, April? Yeah, I think so. And I I got the email. Did I not tell you this podcast was about the Gaines? The Gaines. (laughs) Wow. Wow. It's there, man. Brought it back around. (laughs) I like it. Dad jokes. (laughs) I love the dad jokes. Um, so yeah, I, I looked at it and I thought, all right, how do I want to do this? And, and you know, I think both of you will, will probably recall uh, messages from me going, all right, how do I want to do this? Do I just do the 5K and ease my way into it, knowing that I'll be pushing for a for a full later on in the year, or or do I just go for it? And um, you know, James came back with some solid advice and was just. Yeah, there was there was a lot of like you know weigh the pros and cons and blah 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 and, and I went in and was talking to my wife and she was just like do it I'm like oh she's like no go right nice. now sign up awesome. for it right now I'm like oh okay I'm like it's like 115 bucks like yep do it excuse me so she's like yep get it get it in the books commit so I'm like all right so I have committed to the half marathon of the same event that I ran my first half marathon. And at this point, my goal really is to just do better than I did last time. So I've got a little bit of work cut out. I've got a little, I definitely kind of want to shed a few pounds. I want to get into a little better place. And I think um, I think I was saying to you earlier, James, on the on one of the messages that I I know that I had talked about. I had learned a few things my first go around, and now I really have to kind of put that into action and some of the stuff that I felt like they, that I felt like was maybe 
like not really necessarily that helpful to me or or things that I realize later on I should have done better or done different like I really am gonna have to be intentional with with just doing better you know yeah you make a good point though it's like you know you know you know what you're capable of because you've done this before Mm -hmm. and and now you've got a bit of time on your side Right, like you've made the decision early because I think last time you ran it, didn't you? Didn't you book it in like January? I had, I you know what, I can't remember exactly when I booked it, but this time in 2018, going into the you know the season that would be the training for 2019, I strained my calf incredibly bad. Oh, I remember, oh, I remember. Like, yeah, really, really yeah. bad. Like. It was brutal. Like I went to PT. I went to my doctor. I went. I did a lot of stuff. And and uh, my doctor was like, "You did. You got a solid month. You have to stay off of that." So I feel like hopefully that you know that's not a factor again. But I mean, I've I've run a lot since then. I haven't really had a problem with with my calf. But um, I definitely feel like I don't want to squander my time. I want to. I want to. I got a, a, some stuff that I want to do. Right and. And trying to minimize the treadmill or, you know, be intentional with treadmill mm-hmm. use rather rather than training for a half marathon on a treadmill, you know, <laughs> like, I feel like that's probably, so it's one of the key things that, that I'm looking at, so. Yeah, I mean, even if you can just mix it up a little bit, right, like, like treadmill running's better than no running, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. so like, because yeah. where you live, like, the weather can be pretty bad during the winter months and mm. so oh it gets so, wet you yeah, know sure. yeah so so if you if you need to do like you know a couple of runs a week on a treadmill and wait for the good day at the weekends to get outside like that's better than not mm. running at all and i was uh and i was going down to the rec center and running on the indoor track when i could too mm-hmm. you know i was doing that like once a week and that that was better i think that was better than treadmill but it also wasn't um a complete honest genuine experience you know it was, you know, those kind of cushy track floors up on the second floor that overlooked the gym. You know, you just run in the big loop. Um, oh, it worked, yeah. and I'm thankful for it. And, you know, it, it helped on days where it was certainly freezing outside or, or you know, I wouldn't want to run because it was too cold. Or, you know, uh, I mean. Don't set yourself it, short, though, dude. Like, don't. You still did it, and you still run a half marathon. <laughs> like, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not a yeah. I'm not. I don't know. You you know. I I tend to be yeah, I know. pretty hard on myself with that stuff. But you know, I just see that, and I'm like, okay, coming around this time, I definitely want to do better. So, um, yeah. All of that was to say that I have gone full commit, and the event is in uh, April, and I will definitely definitely be doing the thing. So, um, anecdotally. Rob, you and I were sort of chatting via Marco Polo and text about uh, the Silent Half Marathon next year. Uh-huh. And, and I was like, man, like, because I've been thinking about uh, signing up for the Orange County Half, which is like a two or three weeks after Silo. Uh-huh. And, um, but then I was like, man, wouldn't it be cool if I could just like go to Texas and, and run the Silo with Rob? And like, I was minutes away from signing up for it today and i thought i should just check i should just check my calendar because i plan things very far in advance and particularly if there's travel involved 
and just check that I'm not doing anything that weekend. An irony of ironies, we were just talking about concerts. I'm going to be in Texas that weekend, but not for Silo Half Marathon. I'm seeing John Mayer in Houston, which is like a four-hour drive away mm-hmm. the night yeah. before the race. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I, I'm going to be in Texas, but sadly, Rob, I won't be running Silo with you. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it was a rad idea, but I, I don't blame you for, like, I don't know, man, the... I don't know if you remember this too. When I ran that half the night before, I got about two hours of sleep. Yeah, dude, I, I hardly ever sleep the night before a half or a full. Like, Man, I think that's just normal. Yeah, it. Well, we had this dog for a little while, and we had gotten it pretty recently, and it had kennel cough, and it was hacking, coughing, barky cough like all night long, and we had to keep the kennel in our room, or the dog would start whining because we hadn't like really you know we hadn't mm-hmm. had it long enough to you know for it to be comfortable so we we i mean we had it out the kennel out in the out in the den area and like you put the dog out there she would start whining 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 and then moved it into our room and she's totally fine but the whole kennel cough thing and yeah uh, yeah like it was rough so oh yeah oh man there was a few there was a few things that happened that morning where i was just like man that kind of like i don't know so <laughs> You want you want a little a, a small TMI story that happened that morning as well. Always, man. This okay. is so. this is this is family friendly with yeah. a disclaimer. So let's go. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm headed up to Waco, and I was trying to be careful with what you know. I didn't drink coffee that morning because nature's laxative. I will always hit you at the wrong time. And but sure enough, we get we get almost up to waco and i'm like dude i gotta go i gotta go so bad and i stopped at like two or three different places and it was so early because you know you got to get there pretty mm-hmm. early nowhere was open but this gas station so all right oh no go into this gas station and i swear to you they they're they didn't have toilet paper it was just sandpaper so <laughs> like i'm finishing up and i'm like oh geez this is rough and it certainly it certainly came out you, later on. You in pre-chafed. <laughs> yeah. You pre-chafed. Yeah, yeah there you go. Pre-chafe is right, but wow. man, I don't know. My yeah. You gotta put. You gotta get <laughs> up. There's goodness. some extra layers of that body glide, dude. <laughs> goodness gracious. Yeah. So I learned some things for sure, man. I definitely <laughs> learned some things. Um, I never had to use the nymph guards, and but I do know that like the more. The, the the few times that I was running longer and longer, that was like, you know, the hour and a half, two hour mm. plus runs, you know, that I could like, it was, it wasn't terrible, but it would be like sometimes in the shower or like later on, you'd be like, ow, <laughs> like, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was the second time I ran the Twin Cities Marathon, just to make you feel better about this, Rob. The second time I ran in Twin Cities, I was around mile 15 or 16 and... You know, pe- you pass people all the time when you're running, but people mm-hmm. also pass you all the time while you're uh-huh. running. And this guy, this guy runs past me, and like he's clearly, um, I wouldn't say he was an elite athlete, but he was clearly in very, he was a fast runner, right? And he was probably trying to qualify for Boston or something. Like Twin Cities is a Boston qualifier. Okay, but but as he as he passes me through my headphones i hear the guy grunting like mm, uh, mm, like this right like as mm-hmm. he's running and i'm like it's just running noises like people 
people make weird noises when they're running. And this guy is maybe 15, 20 feet in front of me. And he craps himself in his <laughs> oh in his shorty shorts. Oh my and, god! And it and it runs, starts running down his legs. And you've never seen runners make a wide berth for somebody so quickly. Uh, uh, and, yeah. and and this and this guy, this guy, just kept on going. And I've told this story to a few people, and everyone has concluded the same thing. When you are running a race, when are you ever going to see these people ever again? Right, like. <laughs> Like what? What is? Where is the shame in this? And like, if he's trying to qualify for Boston, of course he's not going to stop and use one of the porta potties along the way. Mm-hmm. He just he just let it go, and and but my thought was like, this poor dude now now needs to run about eleven or twelve more miles, oh, ten yeah. ten more miles. Oh my gosh! With and it was like it was like a sunny day, so that stuff was going to cake on. <laughs> And like dry up, and like I I I can't imagine. Like that is one I would just I would quit in shame immediately. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm done. Thanks, it was a good try. I mean, yeah, he just he just cracked the pan right in front of me. Wow, man, I can't I can't imagine the I mean chafing the smell the everything like dude I don't know that's a level of of commitment and endurance that I don't know if I have. <laughs> I the endurance maybe, but the commitment for me, absolutely not. Nope. Oh man. Wow. But I mean it could have it could have just like fueled his fire, right? Like I gotta get away from these people. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, he he disappeared off into the distance oh, and yeah. I never s I did even when I got to the finish line. I mean oh. not like when you've got poop stuck to your legs like you're gonna hang around yeah he's not at the finish line yeah. right like yeah. but but he, like i never saw the guy again after he disappeared out of sight like he was nowhere to be yeah. found yeah yeah i hope, he qual- I hope it was worth it you know i hope he qualified for boston oh, and i yeah, hope he ran man. a good race he <laughs> <It> made that <laughs> yeah. medal worth it that's for sure i know the uh, this one in waco is a boston qualifier as well so uh, the one that i did in 2019 Okay, so to put it into perspective, the the 5K that I did in 2018, I know that there was, what did they say? There was over 3,000 people that ran that 5K. Wow. It may have been 4,000. But, um, I mean, you can imagine that event under that banner, those names, those people, mm-hmm. you know, like it's nostalgic for me. And that's why running this again coming up next year is going to be really like special to me. But... If I'm being honest, when I first ran that 5K in 2018, I didn't know anything about Chip and Joanna. I I had never watched oh, Fixer Upper. Gotcha, I didn't yeah. know anything, right? Like it was it was in the midst of this event that I was like, "What in the world have I gotten myself into?" <laughs> yeah, totally. I, because it is wall to wall people, and this is insane. And I, you know, seeing the I mean, they've they've changed it up now. The five k is on Saturday, and then I mean, I I, I think uh, James, I think you had mentioned before that's a little more typical too. They have the the challenge runs or the you know the crush yeah. things where yeah, like yeah. you get like a, a bon- and a half marathon, that kind yeah, of thing. yeah, and you get like a bonus medal or prize or something. You know, I think that's that's a big deal too. But yeah, this one being a Boston qualifier plus the sheer magnitude and the draw that 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 those people have and that city yeah. has and just you know it's not the branch davidians david koresh of you know of my childhood this is like a right like a pop pop culture phenomenon in mm-hmm. a positive way you know so i mean you could just 
imagine how big. And I think now there's a lot of people that are over the fear and over the anxiety of COVID enough to where they're just hungry for for something to do or to reconnect again. Right. So I don't know, man. This is maybe something else. It may be crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe as well. A good thing to talk about because I just realized, like we're talking, we're using these words, Boston qualifier, but mm. perhaps there's people listening that don't know why you, why you have to qualify for the Boston Marathon specifically or what a Boston qualifier is. So I, I'm just going to give like a brief history here because for marathon runners – particularly anyone who takes it very seriously. The Boston Marathon is the, it's like the gold standard, right? Like it's the mm -hmm. granddaddy of all. Like, like everyone wants to run. Best tier. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If, if, if you're good enough to qualify for Boston, then you are a very good runner, right? And so mm -hmm. um, the reason why it's, it's in why you have to qualify for that race like any other marathon like the three of us we're going to pick one and we're just going to pay our money and register and show up mm -hmm. and run right like mm -hmm. but the boston marathon is run by the boston athletic association and since i think it's 1970 for men and 1972 for women um you have to you have to run another full marathon in a certain time window to qualify for entry into the boston marathon right and so um and, and then so in order to qualify like that marathon they they put time brackets associated with gender and age mm -hmm. and then and then if you if you run it within that time window you can register for the boston marathon and it's like it's audited and checked and they actually they changed it in 2012 this was the year that I was like, oh, maybe I'll like try and qualify for for uh, Boston. But then they went and changed it that they included additional cutoff criteria because they were finding that um, more people were running qualifying times than they had mm. space for, mm. right? Yeah. So, so if you take like the 18 to 34 men's age bracket uh, qualifying time in 2012 was something like, it was something like three hours and, 15 minutes or three hours, like an insanely fast insane. marathon, right? Yeah, like really fast. But but then they say, like, well, actually, because of the amount of um, applicants there are, we actually need to put a cutoff time beneath that qualifying time. So what they do is they, they each year they specify a time in minutes and seconds that you subtract from that qualifying time. So like if the qualifying time is three hours and 10 minutes, mm -hmm. but the cutoff is, say, one minute and 15 seconds, then it's not three hours and 10 minutes you need to beat. It's three hours, eight minutes, 45 seconds that you need to beat oh to earn entry gosh. into the marathon. And and this these cutoffs change from group to group, right? Like, and I'm actually looking it up right now. This year for my age bracket, which is the 40 to 44 men's, I would have to run a marathon in three hours, 10 minutes to qualify. Holy but, the cutoff is seven minutes, 47 seconds. So it's not three hours, 10. It's, it's three, 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 hours, three, three hours, two minutes, 13 seconds. Oh, my God. That's, practic that's practically, yeah. I mean, I, I beat that on my half marathon. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, if you compare that to like an Olympic speed, an Olympian uh -huh. will run a marathon in about two hours. And uh, an Olympian will run a full marathon in the time it takes me to run a half marathon. God, right like dude. about two hours two hours 15 minutes something like that so like they're absolutely hauling it for 26 miles 
Uh, but there's no way in the world, like, like I, back in my peak, I tried to break four hours, right? Like that was my Nashville race Mm -hmm. that I just messed up so badly. And Uh I've let go of that aim now, but like a four hour marathon is still like a nine minute, 15 second mile average, which is still pretty fast. Right. Uh And for 26 miles. And so, you know, when we, when we run our marathon, I'm looking at, I mean, if I can beat five hours, I'll be really happy with that. You know, four and a half, five hours, that'll be great. Like, I'll run a 10, 11-minute mile, maybe a 12-minute mile. We'll see how it goes uh, and just just finish. Um, but, yeah, so so that's when we talk about Boston qualifying. Like, it is an insanely difficult race to qualify for, and you have to be in really good shape. And they still have 50,000 runners. I mean, it's... This is how popular it is. They introduce that cutoff time because any more than that, they just can't handle the number of people that want to run it. So I I thought that it was like you had to qualify at least, and then there was a lottery. But Um, that's because because I know there's limited space. So yeah, maybe maybe there's a lottery, and and this might have changed since I looked it up, but maybe. If there's a lottery after they've gathered everyone who's qualified below the cutoff time and there's still too many people, uh-huh. maybe it goes to lottery. The London Marathon and the New York Marathons go to lottery currently, yeah, but you okay. but you don't need to qualify for those. You just need to win a lottery. Right. That's it. But, you just but, get, a, get your name pulled out of a ballot. But the Boston one is the prestigious, real, like, yeah. the big... And, and is, so. it is and, and then also that's where like all your elite sponsored athletes make the big money and mm-hmm. your olympic olympians and olympic people who are trying out for the olympic team like that's the marathon that they go on and they finish in the top 10 you know mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that was super interesting and i wasn't i i don't even think i understood yeah I'm like kidding, eh? that entire pro- i mean i obviously the, the qualifying thing i you know i got but like the the details of that is really, really cool. I did not know any of that. Yeah, and, and another interesting thing is that cutoff time applies to every age bracket, right? So if, like I said, that I'm in the 40 to 44 bracket, which is three hours 10 with a cutoff of 747. But in the 18 to 34 bracket, it's three hours, but still a cutoff of 747. Man. So you've, stu- you've got to run in two hours, 52 minutes and 13 seconds to qualify for boston if you're aged between 18 and 34 and are and you consider yourself a a male just for (laughs) that's uh, wild the hell of it what's the next age bracket up uh the 45 to 49 is three hours 20 cut off 747 well it's safe to say yeah, I don't uh, think I'm going to not it. on my on my bucket list. <laughs> but, okay, okay. Here's, here's to show how hardcore this is. Let's go to the very top age bracket. Uh-huh. This is 80 years old plus, right? Gosh. Yeah. How many 80 year olds do you know that are in a shape to run a full marathon, let alone uh, in a time bracket, right? I mean, you know it's out there, but yeah. So, so the time in 2021 for 80 years or older for a man for a male. It's four hours and 50 minutes minus seven minutes, 47 seconds. See, I don't even do that. Like, I, I, I might be able to do that if I tried real hard, right? I'm going to try for that one. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> Just tell them you're 80. Yep. 
Oh, I swear. <laughs> I'm 80. So there's something I want to talk about. Let's like get into some content here. Let's okay. talk <laughs> right. on, on Boston Marathon. I want to I want to spend a bit of time this episode uh, talking about uh, cross-training. And because it's something that the last few days I've been giving a lot of thought to. There's a couple of things that uh, that are happening in my life right now. One is going to be moving very soon. And that alone is stressful and takes time mm-hmm. and you pack up your workout gear and like, uh-huh. you know, and then when you move, you've got to find a new route and like, where am I going to run? So like, I know that's going to impede my running. Um, and the second thing that's happening is I'm getting LASIK in a couple of weeks oh. and, and, and LASIK, um, what people often don't think about is like part of the LASIK procedure is like, they actually like slice open your cornea and peel it back and then they laser your eye. But, but the cornea, they, it has to have time to reattach, right? The corneal lens. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, I'm under strict advice that while that is healing for about three to four weeks after the LASIK procedure, uh, no outdoor activities and no like like activities that, that jar you, like running, uh, mountain biking, that mm-hmm. kind of thing, oh, um, okay. trampolining. And so I'm, I'm actually going to be off my feet, like no really no working out for about a month but it's got me thinking about like what are some things that i can do to uh at least try and complement my running fitness and essentially cross training mm-hmm. um last weekend on a friday night i went top roping for the very first time and if you don't know what top roping is it is you know you go to these facilities they've got like a 30 foot wall or a 40 foot wall or a 50 foot wall that have these footholds and handholds and you have a partner and you're attached to a rope and you're essentially rock climbing or cliff climbing up a wall uh, mm-hmm. attached to a rope and somebody's got the ballet so that, you know, if you fall, whatever, like you're, you're attached. But um, I went and I did like the one hour intro class and spent some time bouldering and climbing up these walls. And I tell you something, for three days after, <laughs> everything from my waist up, <laughs> I, I worked I worked muscle groups I didn't even know I had. Like yeah, that is brutal. a hard workout. And it's supposed to be like the instructor's like, it's mostly in your legs. Like you're supposed to push yourself up rather than pull yourself up. Just use your hands for stability. But I'm a complete noob at this, right? Mm-hmm. So like I'm reaching high and pulling for this handhold yeah. and like and pull myself up it. real high. <laughs> like, yeah. Hanging on it. And, like, yeah. So like my biceps and triceps are hurting. My pectoral muscles are hurting. My back's hurting. My core is hurting. Like, And it just struck me. I need to work these muscle groups because we've talked in episodes before about how important it is to have stability and core strength to maintain your running form and avoid running injuries, right? I think that was like the first or second episode when we, back in May, June, when we started this. Yeah, talked about Um, form. Yep, Talked about form, right? And so um, after I move, I'm pretty intent on finding a top roping facility within a reasonable distance and making that my my non cardio cross training activity if i could do that a couple of times a week two three times a week i feel like that is going to give me a really good full body workout it's super fun right like oh yeah it's awesome it's Mm -hmm. it's like it's a workout but it's also puzzle solving so you gamify it a little bit and you know maybe you're with a friend so you can try and time trial race just to the top and take turns you know one climbs and one holds the rope and you know and then you switch and so i'm um i'm super excited about that i think that 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 i'm giving that very serious consideration rather than just like i don't know hitting a gym and lifting some weights or going out cycling or something like doing something that is 
a super fun activity, but it's giving me a great workout. Uh, I think that's the route I'm going to go. Did Did you get to wear the the shoes that were so tight on you that it cut off your? Yeah, your... <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh! I um, I uh, I actually sized up my shoe because it got so uncomfortable <laughs> yeah, that it felt yeah. like my toes were being crushed. Uh-huh. Um, and, and you know, you know what they say about you know men you with can... men with big feet have oh. large shoes 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 yeah um, <laughs> so so i yeah i you know I, I did that but like of course i'm just using the rental gear that the facility yeah. uh provided but like if i if i take this seriously if i really go do it i'll buy my own gear um i'll get a harness and i'll get my own shoes and, and just do it that way because i also don't want it if i commit to it i don't want it to be just a thing i do for marathon cross training like I'd like to make it an activity that I maybe get good at and really mm-hmm. enjoy and continue yeah. to do it, you know? Yeah. A, bud- a buddy of mine used to say, if you can feel your toes, then your shoes are too big. And he would, he would go and get me a size, a size or like too small, you know, like a full size, too small. And dude, it was as much as I loved doing that, it was brutal. Like the shoes were <laughs> just full man. Yeah. Pretty, pretty brutal. What about you guys? Have you guys thought much about cross-training activities? Like, Daryl, I know you're you're an orange theorist. Yep. That's probably what I'll, I'll keep doing. I enjoy going. Um, it's uh, basically a date night. <laughs> Me and the wife go to Orange Theory. I'm like, all right. But it works. Um, so I, I enjoy going. I'll probably, you know, once, uh, once January hits, I'll be back to buying that big pack of 30 classes and going like once a week. Um, but yeah, I plan to keep doing that so it's it still gives me the the treadmill and the the hit training right the high intensity interval is still half the class and then the other half is like the rower or weights and it feels like a good mix for me and when i was when i did my other halves i was doing the you know the once a week training at um orange theory and and i felt then that it worked well for me like it it was a good complement to my other running so yeah i definitely plan to keep that up what about you, Rob? That's a really good question, and I am kind of kind of unsure at the moment. Um, I know, you know, in Central Texas, it can get definitely cold and wet during the during the winter months. You know, you'll you'll have some beautiful weather for sure, but um, I don't know. It's probably gonna have to be something indoors. And you know, I know we've got a local, you know, our community here has a little gym. There's a couple of different gyms I can go to that are affiliated here, and but I don't I don't want to go in without purpose or without a, a plan or a regimen or a schedule. You know, I don't want to go in there and just be like, oh, well, I guess I'll just do this, uh, you know, this uh, you know, bench press machine for, you know, <laughs> I'll do five reps of five. Okay, you know, I I, I need to <laughs> I, I need to like have a purpose when I do it. So that's a it's a good question and it's something that I that I feel like I need to figure out. Yeah, you know, I think that is something that needs to be considered being intentional, right? Like, mm-hmm. like you just said, it's easy to go to a gym and like spot a machine and be like, oh, just, you know, I'll go do some chest presses for half an hour. And like, mm-hmm. but being intentional about mm-hmm. understanding what we're trying to achieve, particularly, and I, I, I know I keep stressing this and I don't want to be a scratch record, but like, I don't want to see either of you dudes get injured in this process, right? And I don't want to get injured. And so like no. <laughs> being, being really thoughtful and intentional and purposeful about understanding like what muscle groups are we targeting Mm -hmm. and what is the best way to target that in a way that like in a way that we don't hate right because like i'm just gonna say it and i've said it before training for a marathon sucks it just does like i'm (laughs) I'm never gonna really love it yeah but 
but but if I don't hate it, that that makes it better, right? And so that's sure. why when I went when I did this top roping, like man, I haven't had that much fun. It didn't even feel like a workout, right? Like it just felt like I'm on American Ninja Warrior or something, or an episode of Gladiators, yeah. Yeah. and like yeah. just having fun on this obstacle course and this puzzle solving. And the benefit is I'm also working out along the way. Yeah, and so and so being. But also understanding, like, man, this is working parts of my body that I don't normally work out, and I can feel, I could feel it in the moment, and I certainly felt it in the subsequent days. Uh, you know, I think that that is a really important thing to like. Yeah, we're, we we always are going to put a plan together about our mileage, how much time we're spending on our feet. But I think it's equally as important now to start thinking like we got to be intentional about what, how, and when, and why, and how. And how often are we going to target our other muscle groups that, that support our running? You know, you you mentioned one thing there that kind of triggered one thing, uh, the, the parkour kind of ninja warrior piece of it. Uh, parkour! Is, yeah, was it in four? The office. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but so my kids used to go to this to this gym that was basically a parkour gym and they did aerial and you know they did actual two the two guys are there that are the owners were both have both been on uh you know past seasons of ninja warrior and one of the guys you know anytime they come through town he goes and, and helps set up and test the equipment ahead of time and but these two guys are really cool and i for a little while i was going and doing like a it was like a low intensity parkour one uh I was doing that while my daughter was in her aerial class and man, that kicked my butt <laughs> so many times that I kind of think that, man, I should just check into that again and see if, you know, the, maybe just, even if it's just once a week, right. So I go down there and, and, uh, and get some sort of class in that, that may be kind of a neat way. Cause like you said, you, you want to make it as engaging as possible, as fun as possible as, or as enjoyable as possible, you know? I don't think working out doesn't have to be, you know, something that you dread or stressful or whatever, you know, like I know like the motivation to run has, has not quite gotten back into my veins yet, but like it will. Mm -hmm. And I have to make sure that, you know, that I am engaging in all the right ways. Um, and a couple of things you said too, James, like the, you know, the, the point of the CrossFit is very specific. It's not just, to do something different it is like you really need to strengthen your core like your core is such a key part of running that like it will you know it will it will complete the package it will make the whole thing you know just run better so you have to you have to understand what you're doing and be intentional about it and i think that's something i definitely need to keep in mind yeah you know i i am just going to be a scratch record on it <laughs> legs get tired mm -hmm. and and you know, even the slight lean into an angle can create runner's knee or create ACL mm -hmm. tension and mm -hmm. pull muscles and you you sprain ankles and you just get off balance, right? And like all of that is supported from the waist up. Uh your particularly your back and your core. Um and so like I just know that I am expecting when I'm at mile sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, my form is gonna drop off, right? Like I'm not gonna stand quite so yeah. tall, my yeah. my shoulders are probably gonna rise up a little bit, like like and these things are just not good form and they introduce risk for running. So if I can mitigate that by having like just decent strength, I'm not talking about being like a ripped Superman, like 
some Olympian Herculean athlete, but just having some strength, some core mm-hmm. strength, yeah. you know, uh, to be able to do some pull-ups and do some sit-ups and do some push-ups and do some crunches, like have that level of strength in everything else above my legs, mm-hmm. um, that that is going to drastically reduce any pain, any chance of injury, any chance of me just straight up falling over because I'm weak, right? Like Mm -hmm. uh, those are things that because I've done this a few times and I look back and I think, man, if I post-mortem this, what would have I done differently? Mm -hmm. The thing that I land on every time is like, man, I wish I had cross-trained. Man, I wish I had built up more upper body strength to make that that last – eight miles, six miles, a less miserable experience. I think the fatigue would just be less, right? It, yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Like, it's you, we've got to mitigate that fatigue. I do not want to get hurt. No. Okay. Yeah, you, none, none of us do. Like, especially if it's like, you know, especially if we're 12 weeks into training or we're just a few weeks oh, from yeah. the race and we're hitting our max distances, right? Like, because we'll hit the the taper weeks are normally like three weeks out from race week is when taper has started for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, it would suck, man. If you're like four or five weeks from the race and you've got travel uh, booked and hotels booked mm-hmm. and like yeah. plowed money into this and then you get injured. Like, no, I don't want that to happen to any of us. Heck, I, I injured myself at the gym last night. So, oh, Rob, what did you do? Rob, I don't even know what I did. It's a weird one too. <laughs> Some old Cause man. it was like, did you, <laughs> Did you pull your groin? What happened? No, but it's <laughs> so we were doing. It's like uh, seated single leg raises. So you sit on the bench and you're using a just one leg to stand up. And there was one of them where something didn't feel right. Like I stood up. I'm like, oh, that feels weird. Okay, but it it didn't happen again. It was only the one time. We did a lot of those anyway. But then today when I woke up, something on my my right leg was just weird. Um, like even when I, when I went to sit down, when I got to work, went to sit down in my office chair, like I had to do it with only one leg because the other one just was uncomfortable. So I don't, it's feeling better, a bit better now, but I don't know what I did. Like, it's just like, I hurt your other one trying to compensate. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That you just said something really important Daryl. That's you said, I don't know what I did. And that, if anything is, was my experience when I, when I have gotten injured because it's not during the run itself. Yeah. It's always, it's always been like two days later. Like when I, um, when I got a tear in my left Achilles tendon, I didn't know for two days. I just, I just thought that this was post run soreness. Yeah. And, and then, and then, and so I legit, I don't know what I did. I don't know what the problem was. I don't know what my misstep was or, you know, and, but I just, found myself carrying an injury and that by the way that acl tear or that achilles tear kept me off my feet for nearly four months like i could barely i could barely walk like Mm. let alone run and so like stuff like that is just super tough and that's that's the thing that i think we just need to collectively be intentional about yeah Make, making sure and of course there's you know in addition to the cross training and we'll probably have another whole episode on this but like stretching and cooling down afterwards mm-hmm. making sure that you're properly properly telling your body that i'm done running so you don't seize up and create injuries that way as well you know yeah, yeah that would be good Why are we I doing don't... this again like i'm sorry this sounds like a lot of work <laughs> why <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i'm not sure <laughs> uh... you guys talked me into it 
Yeah, it was real tough. Hey, James, we're doing this. You're like, oh, hey, I can I join too? I know, right? <laughs> that, that was literally it. Oh, hey, could I do it too? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah you, said, man, you said that little competitive spark got lit and you were yeah, like. <laughs> I know. I was like, I can't let these two dudes run a full without me. Come on. Yeah, we're like a couple years over the hill. And, uh, man, I just, like, I just had another one of those birthdays this week. Like, man. Well, happy belated. I had no yeah. idea. How did I not know this? I don't know. It was Monday. I'm, uh, Everybody was. We always spam that stuff in Discord, but if you yeah. uh, I should, I should pay more attention to Discord. Yeah, maybe. I'm like it's spammy in there. A lot closer to fifty than I'd like to. <laughs> Here's on that downward slope to fifty. Well, yes, as you would yes, always I say, Daryl, poop is poop backwards. Happy birthday. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I got a few of those on on Monday. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I feel like we should transition into our our little musical section. I think oh, we should. Sounds, I yep. think we should. Sounds good. All right, James. Oh, you started I'm, the episode. You start the you start the songs okay. here. Well, I, I'm going to um, I'm going to honor the concert I went to a couple of days ago because nice. my biggest takeaway. Listen, I have not listened to Jagged Little Pill by Alanis Morissette in. I don't know. It's one of those albums that I will play through from time to time. Mm-hmm. I have it on vinyl and I will listen to it, I don't know, every nice. few years, something like that. But I've not listened to that album in a long, long time. And so I just kind of forgot about a lot of the songs. Yeah. And I, and I, and I forgot how well a lot of these songs stand up, you know, 25, mm-hmm. 26 years later. Um, and so my addition to the TTD Spotify marathon playlist for this month is the song All I Really Want by Alanis Morissette. This song slaps. It is so fantastic. It's got great energy. It's got a good oh. beat. It's like it's angsty and a little bit angry and it's melodic. And I don't know. I just I've never run to it, but I can't wait to. I like it. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah, for sure. All right, Rob, uh, what do you got? Rob, yep, go ahead. All right, uh, I'm going to uh, pull out a little jam here by the Foo Fighters. <laughs> Foo Fighters. Awesome. Ladies uh, and gentlemen, uh, Foo Fighters. <laughs> we don't have a pre-show, so you guys missed that <laughs> joke. But yeah, uh, but it was a good one. Um, yeah, off of the album The Color and the Shape, uh, the song is Wind Up. One of my, Ooh, that one, one slaps favorite. as well. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of bangers on there. I thought Monkey Wrench was a little obvious, even though I like it. I, I think uh, Wind Up is always a go-to. I mean, All you right. always have a choice between the bat or the belt. So yeah, every each time I hear about the hand you've been dealt. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Daryl? So the band is Champion, and I've been I've been humming and hawing. Like, there's two songs like I really love. Like they're on my current running playlist. Like my my personal one. There's no heaven and alive again. I'm like, which one am I going to pick? Which one am I pick? Fine, I think I've decided. So I'm going to go alive again by Champion this week. So so that's that's the one I'm putting on there. It's just it's it's a good up tempo song. Like it's got it just every time I hear it, it like pumps me up. So so that's the one I'm going for. There. Good go. choice. Yeah, that that's a good one too. Right. Man, this playlist this playlist is really coming together. There's some banging oh, tunes on this. Oh, there definitely is. There's definitely we've got a lot of diversity, a lot of a lot of good tunes. Yeah. There's some lame guy that did some terrible cover of a David Gray song on there. <laughs> Damn, you know, well, know. what are you gonna do? Just what, was, what was he thinking releasing a song like that? Goodness <laughs> me. Well, 
That'll be your uh, that'll be your twelve minute mile on right. There we go. <laughs> Put me to sleep right as I need to like find some energy for my second wind. Yeah, there you go. All right, um, let's uh, let's close it out here by uh, what are what are you guys' plans for this month here till our next episode? What's your goal? Well, honestly, like I said, like I yeah, I'm, you've got I'm about to up. I'm about to rest up here for a bit, so. Um, but I, I think probably what I'll do is I'll use the time to plan very seriously plan, like hit the ground running once I can get back on my feet. Um, I do want to sign up for and find a half marathon in spring. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be the silo half. So probably the OC half or, you know, something closer to, uh, wherever I'll be living. Um, and then, uh, really put a plan together on moving towards that and getting some regular cross training if i can find that a good top roping place uh i think that's that's my plan so hopefully by the time we record again i'll be able to report back that i have a i have an idea of what's next rob how about you what are your what's your goal for the well, next month the uh I, I don't know the kind of what i was saying about you know really coming up with a game plan on how i want to approach this half marathon and you know taking some of the lessons that i learned and nail nailing down a, a crossfit plan and i don't know this whole this next you know five six months into this half marathon is going to be like a pretty good indicator as to as to how well i'm going to be doing pacing up towards a full marathon so i'd like to take this seriously and do a good job with it mm-hmm. but yeah i think you know i haven't run a lot in the last you know, basically since the last 5K that I did and, you know, found out the hard way that kidney stones had, had just really taken a toll on me. Um, I went back for a follow-up this morning and so the doctor was, you know, he said that they tested um, the, the actual stone fragments because I had some that were pretty large. But he said he'd checked them out. There wasn't any signs of anything weird. But he was like, I don't know how they know this, but he's like, man, you were dealing with that for a while, weren't you? He's like, at least six months. And I was like, man, now that I think about it, like yeah. it was really taking a toll on me. Yeah, even to the point where it was just like mentally draining, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like when you have a pain and you just kind of get used to it and you're just kind of like, all right, this is who I am now, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, totally. And, and like, it's so like, that's finally gone and I have to go, all right, I need to reclaim some of that, you know, that mental space and that energy and that the physical activity. I need to like reclaim that, you know, yeah, it's not, yeah. you know, that's kind of, it was stolen from me in a sense and I'm, you know, I'm ready to kind of get back at it again. So. And Daryl? Huh. Well, coming up, so I'll just go back to Orange Theory because coming up at the end of the month, it's called uh, Hell Week. So it's basically <laughs> they they take their their workouts for this and they like amplify them. So like the hour is just ridiculous and it's called Hell Week. Um, to say you've completed it, it's over eight days, the 24th to the 31st. You have to do five of the eight. So I've already got five oh, booked for that, for that week. I have five of them booked already. So that's mm-hmm. my plan for that. Um, as for just straight running, I failed my last goal. So my last goal was to actually do a run that lasted the entire length of our current playlist. And I didn't do that. In fact, I didn't do any Wait, run. Wait, you're, uh, you're, uh, you're 8K? Well, Wait, is our list up over an hour now? Or are you? Yeah, it would have been over an hour. So actually, I if I had been playing it, I still wouldn't have completed that goal because uh. I ran faster than 
I was expecting to. But anyway, that's a good thing. So with these three new songs on there, I'm going to put that same goal just so that I've got something to say, hey, come on, get your ass out there and do just a run, like on the road, just go. So Mm -hmm. we're going to be, I think we'll be close to an hour 15-ish, maybe, hour 10, hour 15 on this playlist now. Mm -hmm. So that's, I'm going to put that, set that same goal, because I failed it last time. I'm going to set it again this time, is to go start to finish, just run for the length of the playlist. So we'll see. I'm going to set the same goal with the extended playlist. All right, that's a good one. Yeah, that's that's a good goal. I like it. Yeah, I believe in you. Yeah, I just actually have to get out there to do it. <laughs> well, so. and now, and now you've got the Foo Fighters. I do. <laughs> Foo Fighters. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, as we wrap this up, um, gentlemen, if anyone wants to get in contact with us, how do they do so? Uh, I'm off the books right now, but... If Rob you, is <laughs> Rob is a ghost. Rob is uncontactable. Yeah. Uh, you you could uh, ping Discord or if you at me yeah. on Twitter, uh, I'll get it in another couple of weeks. I'm, I've got about two weeks left on my my self imposed uh, break. Uh, well, I'm at Daryl underscore TTD on most social media out there. Uh, James, yeah, and, I, and I'm uh, I'm at English Guy on Twitter and at English Guy on Instagram. And uh, I'd love to hear from you, especially if you're in a on a running journey or training for something. Be a part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. But um, thanks for listening in again, everybody, to another episode of this. We'll be back in one more month. Uh, until then, be safe. Don't get injured. Um, and, uh, oh, my goodness, it'll be November when we do this again. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure will. Yeah, Have a will. safe Halloween. The advice you can trust. Woo-hoo! Go challenge yourself. Woo!